Welcome to Zone Time, people. I'm Julian. Avery's here. Omar's here. Sam is here. Uh, the Stanley Cup Finals. Uh, when you, By the time you get this podcast, that will be hours away from Game 5 of the Stanley Cup Final between the Vegas Golden Knights and the Florida Panthers. Uh, the Golden Knights have a 3-1 series lead, and the Cup will be in the building. Friends, let's just jump into the Cup Final talk here. Is it going to be over tonight? Are the Panthers... Are they going to find a way to come back and win game six? Let's get some quick predictions off before we delve a little bit more to this series. I'll start with you, Aves, because, uh, you know, you you sometimes you like to hang out in Vegas. You like to be the man damn out in Vegas sometimes. So <laughs> how, do you, that is how true. do you see that's true? Give us give us your takes off this series so far. <clears throat> I think right now Ford has had a hard time stopping the offensive attack of Vegas. They had a hard time stopping the four check and. In their own end of the ice, it really hasn't been a good look. We've seen Johnny Marshall having a great series so far. We've seen scoring from Mark Stone. They're having a hard time their own end of the ice. And we've seen Bobrovsky at times turn into a pumpkin at the wrong times in their series for the Vegas Golden Knights. He's been a pumpkin for most of this series. Yeah. And then defensively, Vegas has been getting a great play from guys like uh, Aiden Hill. And he's having a great series. We're seeing Vegas capitalize on chances that Florida – cannot do and i'm honestly thinking that yeah tonight this is gonna be i think vegas wraps this series up in game five okay all right so we already have vegas in five i said vegas in six uh to start off before this series uh i'm not gonna lie uh i wish i wish i was in the building at t-mobile arena for that sam and i know you i i, I know you feel how i feel about that <laughs> <laughs> i've never been thrown under the bus so hard <laughs> oh no sam i'm sorry i'm sorry sam but yeah um can you tell us the story we need to know about how you're not going to be in the yeah, building for so game five I've, I've said before like in the night's inaugural season i flew down during the winnipeg series to watch game five i think it was mm-hmm. um and i went with like a bunch of people i used to work for and one of them is buddies with somebody in the Knights front office. And like, as a joke on Sunday, I emailed the same group I went with and was like, the Knights could win the cup on Tuesday. Like, are we going to Vegas? And he actually writes back and says, yeah, I've I've already put the request in for the tickets. Like, stay tuned. And I'm like, no, there's no way. Like, this is a joke. And then later on Sunday, he emails back and is like, we're in. Book your flights. That's insane. And I'm like, uh, uh, so I sort of like, there's like a whole issue with me not realizing my passport expired while I was on maternity leave because I wasn't going anywhere. But I figure like my Nexus card works. I can like drive over the border. I can fly domestically, like whatever. I sort that piece out. I sort out the childcare piece. But what I can't sort out is that I have like several urgent applications in court that I have to deal with this week. And I uh, can't just be like, hey, client, I appreciate this issue is really important for you, but I'm just going to go to Vegas for a couple of days because the Knights might win. So I am not going. Everyone else is going without me. And I think because I'm not going, they actually are going to win tomorrow. Oh, man. I feel like if I flew down there, they'd probably lose and they go back to Florida. But I feel like because I'm not there, they will, in fact, win. I, I feel bad. Yeah. I just need that said. Oh, well, you're going to say something. You go ahead. 
Yeah, no, I was just gonna say like that. That's brutal. Like that sucks. Like I can imagine, like having the opportunity to go if in you know twenty eighty nine when the Leafs made the Stanley Cup final. Twenty eighty nine? Are you even gonna be alive in twenty eighty nine? The fact that I will I will not be around when it when it happens. But anyway, not, not to make about the Leafs. Yeah, that that's that's brutal. I'd be I'd be very frustrated. But you know, on the bright side, um. It's the kind of fun story, maybe. On the bright side, if they win, that means two out of my three teams will have won cups in back to back years. Yeah, oh so you know what that means? Let the parade. Third one's not going to do it next year. Oh, come on. Hey, look, Rick Tockett's there. They still have Elias Patterson. I mean, hey, depending on how things go, maybe they'd be willing to trade Quinn Hughes for some big piece. <laughs> <laughs> You know, <laughs> you know, I read only the other day and I laughed so hard. <laughs> I I'm so gl- I'm so glad I screenshot Sam's reaction. It was, was so good. good. <laughs> so good. It was so good. Man. Hilarious. I don't I don't know why oh you do God. that. Okay, Omar, uh, your pick for Game Five. Yeah, definitely Vegas. I think the the, the weird thing about about the Panthers is that they just have they haven't had that same timely scoring that we've seen in the playoffs before. Usually mm-hmm. we used to see like a lot of those like last minute period goals and stuff. And I think they've only had one from like Anthony Duclair, like in game one. But besides yeah. that, like either they are struggling to score or they can't get those like out of nowhere goals that allow them to, to carry the momentum into the next period or into overtime. So I, I think if Vegas plays the same way they've been playing and Aiden Hill is literally causing more and more mayhem and discussion around like teams that need a goaltender, which I think is funny to me. Oh, Every team should 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 trade for Connor Hellebuck. Yeah, even though we're watching Aiden Hill came out of freaking nowhere. But oh. so yeah, so that's a long way of saying that uh my my pick is Vegas. I think Vegas. so like so like I mean, but Connor Hellebuck's like one of the best goalies in the league. Like you wouldn't you're do right. it. Yeah, you're absolutely right. However, comma, once every like three years, there's a goalie who comes out of nowhere. Jordan Bennington. Thank you. And and teams try to say, like, oh, yeah, we have them in our system, and there's a person we can't put out. Lies. Lies. One goalie is supposed to be the person. They get hurt, or the other, or the main goalie is bad. New goalie comes in, carries them into the playoffs. That doesn't happen all the time. Obviously, you know, you, you want to bank on the goalie that you think is going to do well. And of all the goalies, you know, the, the, the high-caliber ones have the higher chance. However... We see over and over again these examples of teams that go right hot. And also, Vegas is a great team. Though Aiden mm-hmm. Hill has a good team in front of him as well. So, like... Vegas has th- had multiple unknown goalies just show up this year. Five. Like, let's yes, not forget that the goalie who actually carried them into the playoffs and outplayed Connor Hellebuck was Laurent Brassois. Mm-hmm. 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 Aiden Hill's the second mm-hmm. unknown goalie to take over for Vegas. Yep, and where, and, where and, are they on the where Jonathan, are they on the leaderboard? Jonathan Quick is on their bench. Who? I'm kidding. It was a joke. What do you mean? Who? <laughs> it was a joke. It was a joke. But then, yeah, I mean, but... today's the anniversary, or we're not that far off from the anniversary of like the Kings like Cup in like 2012 or something. Oh yes, so fun. I I. <laughs> I yeah. like if I if I could even get close to imagining how that feels to be a fan of a team that is has no no business winning and they win and they continue to win 
It must be so fun. They put Omar. If they put a second team in Toronto, and they find a way to do that, you drop a chip. No, I can't. I. What do you mean? No. Why not? I because I couldn't lie to myself. It would be. It would be like the other team in Toronto would be cool, but like the the passion or the the care would not be the same. It, it, it just wouldn't. And I would try my hardest to. I think that's why I can't I can't really get into other other sports. I keep trying. Like every year I tell myself, you know, I'm going to watch the NFL this year or I'm going to watch MLS this year or I'm going to watch baseball this year. And I just, I can't care enough. You know, and I feel like if there's another yeah, team, I, I just can't, can't care enough. I can't get into other sports because I don't care enough, but I don't mm-hmm. have, I just, I don't have the same issue with other teams. Yeah. I, I mean, they- I agree with you. I don't suffer as much. Like, I don't care as much when they lose. Like, I don't, like, when Vegas was out last year, I was like, oh, well. Like, it's mm-hmm. not, it's not as much of an investment, but it's still extremely fun and enjoyable. When it out. is, man. It uh, Every, every, especially, like, the pick-me hockey fans are all like, hockey's the greatest sport on earth, and there's no other sport that can compare. Mm-hmm. Try caring about other teams and throwing your emotion behind them like it, it's fine it's great to be a fan but if you're just if you're just putting all of your energy into one crappy team like i think of calgary flames fans who have been like starving for anything for relevancy for like 30 something years if all you're doing is just going on twitter and tweeting about that like you're just gonna be miserable at the very least like cheer for a team in like champions league or something you know that like whole, that that whole thing can we get an edit of just my face with like a giant arrow in in the description of what Julian was just saying, because that, that literally, literally, that, that that's all I do, right? Okay, you know what I, we should I, do. I, you know, <laughs> you know what we should do. I think we should all come together with a team slash league that Omar should start rooting for. Okay, I I think we need to come up with a league or team Dude, it's for Omar to come organic. up. With. Maybe. fair but we should at least kind of push him in the right direction towards that like yeah. say like hey you know what maybe you should start watching some wnba games there's some actual talent there there's some it's a good league some good mm-hmm. players i went to a wnba game a couple weeks ago and i like the new york liberty now i like sebastian uh, uh, uh sabrina ionescu brianna stewart that's a dope team jarquel jones that's a dope team to follow mm-hmm. that's what you got to do just start watching random leagues that you wouldn't normally watch and then just find a team, find personalities that like you could identify with, and be like, you know what, I'm down. Yeah, trust right, me. You know what? I'll suggest. I'll suggest Omar. Gotta get you into the CEBL. Watch yes. the Shooting Stars games. Yes, get him into that. <laughs> get him to a CEBL game. J Cole yes. won't be at that game, but you know what? Like, it's cool. <laughs> <laughs> but like, cool. I got it. Yeah. So I don't. I don't know if this happens for other people. I can watch literally any game usually and within like five to ten minutes i am cheering for one of the teams yes never follow them otherwise i don't know what it is i just like i have like an involuntary reaction where i'm like yes that was great and i'm like oh i guess i'm cheering for them now Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. that's just that's just natural man it's just we're all fans at the end of the day to our core but the idea of just putting everything into one team that's never stood for me. I can't do that. I need to yeah. pour emotion into different things. So that way, like, all right, maybe this one, the soccer team I cheer for has been miserable for a decade. But hey, the NBA team I cheer for might catch fire one day and win a championship. Like, give yourself more options, man. Speaking, of, speaking of NBA, Raptors yes. fans, moment of silence. <laughs> 
Oh yeah, right. Fred yeah. Van Vliet, uh, no longer uh, decided to be a free agent. I mean, Gone. Yeah, damn. Yeah, <laughs> I'm, I'm sure the uh, I'm sure the Yahoo Sports Canada folk uh, are gonna definitely talk a lot about that. Um, Matthew Kachuk, by the way, um, today did not practice. Well, today being Monday, uh, mm. did not practice. There were a few other players who didn't practice. I, I think Rako well. Gudis as well didn't pack in practice. He was among that, and I'm trying to remember the third player who also didn't practice. Was it Sam Bennett? No, it wasn't oh. Sam Bennett. Oh no, it was um Forsling. Yeah, just a Forsling yeah. was that yeah. player. Okay, yeah. well, the biggest headline out of all of those guys is Matthew Kachuk, who yep. has turned, who's gone from being Keith Kachuk's son to People Magazine famous. Yeah, and he might not play Game Five. He's playing. and if he doesn't play Game Five, bye, Florida. Mm-hmm. Sorry. Who would they quote in that People Magazine article? It was us. Um, they quoted us. They quoted us. They no one's talking about it. They did. No one's talking about it. They quoted us. We hit that. Yep. No one's talking about it. Can we find that actual? And I was like, I think that's us. <laughs> Wait. <laughs> can we find that, please? Let's, honestly, let's find that, okay? Honestly, because like, that's actually true. Yeah. Sometimes. They actually refer to the show. They said Yahoo, Yahoo Sports, Sports Canada asked the question, and I was like, it was us. I don't know, but like. Should Matthew Kachuk be the face of the NHL? I'm pretty sure we're the ones who talked about that. Yeah, I have mm-hmm. a screenshot. It's us. Hey, yes, thank you. Hey. It was us. Yep. It was us. Name the show. Yep. Don't time. We've been on Crosswords, mm-hmm. People Magazine. Speak. This is our glow up. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> anyway, um, yeah, the the Panthers are in trouble if Kachuk doesn't play. But like, he's yeah, gonna he's in, he's gonna play. He's gonna do the, he's gonna do the prototypical hockey thing. Oh, you know, if it's if if it you know, like you know, you know, um like in like March when like players get injured and then they yeah. like they sit out and then the and then they're like, Well, you know, if it was game seven of the, the Stanley Cup final, then they play. Like that that's where we're at. He's 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 probably has something very, very serious or very painful. He's gonna play through it anyway. And then at the end of the game, they're gonna be like, Oh my gosh, like how badly did you want it? And he's like, Oh, I wanted this so badly. I was playing through this yeah. and this and this. So yeah, I had dental floss keep my shoulder to my <laughs> to my side. That's yeah, what kept me going. Yeah, I had a he had a glue gun on me and during the during the during the first two first two periods. This is everything. Yeah, he's he's gonna play. Because... I was talking about it. I was talking about oh go ahead. What uh, you say, of course he's gonna play. Yeah. Yeah. Of course he's gonna play. I was just talking about another podcast where like there's a reason why athletes are built so much differently than like you and I are, because like if I had to go through something like what like Patrice Bergeron went through, where he played with like punctured a, a lung. busted punctured lung, <laughs> you ain't gonna see me no more. No. Can you imagine that? Give imagine if you go to people like, yeah, man, I'm doing this for the no. team, man. I'm playing through a punctured lung. Listen, and man, that team like trades you away in the offseason. You know when you're walking around like your 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 place, and then you take a, a quick corner, like a quick turn around like a table, and then yeah. like the the corner of the table like hits you in the hip. And you just like fall to your knees, and, like your soul leaves your body, like, <laughs> like so. I, like, I see, I see all these stories. Like, Are you saying you wouldn't play a game if that happened to you? Absolutely. Okay. Here's the thing. No, no, I, 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 I couldn't, I couldn't, I couldn't. No man. way. I couldn't because like that might man, be a temporary pain. Temp, what? It what, might what, be. What's your What's your point? <laughs> what's your point? In, I in think the there's mo- a certain the moment, level of injury that, like, you could be like, okay, come on. That's basically, like, sort of the equivalent of, like, stubbing your toe on, like, a, a chair or something. That hurts, too. 
Oh, don't act like you wait. You gonna call you you gonna call your boys be like, nah, bro, stub my toe on 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 the table, man. I can't do it. Okay, okay, okay. This is an unfair conversation. Okay, there are a lot of there are a lot of details you have to you have to throw in. Okay, were you walking at full speed? Was it the top of the toe? Did the toe curl? Was there? Are we seriously having this right now? I'm just what? What have you ever had blood from stubbing your toe somewhere? Yo. C- come on, man! You ever have like a power walk through through your you know through your place? You yeah, know, maybe not, like not you have shit through your you power walk through your, through place? your place. What? I'm a Leafs fan, of course I power walk through my place. Oh, come okay. on, man! I'm watching I'm watching a game. Justin Hall gives up the puck. They they lose in the game. You have to take a, take a quick power walk. You know, to, to walk around to get all the anger all right. out. You take a quick. All right. Corner, you hate all, right all right. All right. All right. All right. All right. right. You've said happens. you've said you've said enough, Omar. Uh, okay. Let's long just long way long way of saying Matthew Kachuk will will play, and you know, and that will be the best chance, I guess. Of Ashley. Hmm. So. This okay. This is something that always comes up like all the time, and like, and I don't know if like Steve Dangle popularized it, but like when he brought it up, who's that? Like, <laughs> some nobody. Uh, love you, Steve. Oh, <laughs> oh, <laughs> um, so, damn. No, but like the question is, that's the guy like, who quit Sportsnet, right? <laughs> is like, is the when 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 you're at that spot, is the team better of of having like Matthew Kachuk at like sixty percent? Versus like fill in player at a hundred percent, like who like who helps you win the most at that point? That's true. And a lot of coaches will say like, oh no, I'll take the player who will at sixty percent whatever because of what they've done so far. And like and to this point, Matthew Kachuk has been like a con Smythe favorite, if not the con Smythe favorite. So it's like if you're Paul Maurice, well we know you know we know he's gonna probably like you know get get him to play, but like it's a question you have to ask like. Are the Panthers' chances of winning better if they just have someone who can fill in at 100% versus trying to get Matthew Kachuk to play when obviously he's not healthy enough to to, to practice or, or skate? Oh, no, no, who knows? Like with Matthew Kachuk, right? Like the biggest part of his game is him being a disturber. Yeah. Like he needs to be in front of the net. He needs to be causing a ruckus. And mm-hmm. I know he still tried to do that at the end of the last game, but if he's not in a position where he's 100% healthy enough to do that, like. How effective mm. is that going to be? Like, he's going to be a banger and masher. And if he's not at a point where he can do that confidently, I don't know what you do. At the same time, like, he has been so instrumental in getting the team to that point. Yeah. Like, I don't know. Like, you, you have to try something. And, like, Matthew could check at the end of the day. That's a guy who I think if he didn't give it the full go to try to play, he would never forgive himself. Like, you're yeah. in a, it's an elimination game. Like, unless, like, you know, maybe you do have dental floss keeping your shoulders together, keep together. Like, all right, like maybe you you play through it, but also the culture of trying to play through crazy injuries is really nuts. Yeah, I remember I used to be like, wow, that's so cool. Like hearing all those like end of season tweets, and now reading it's like, ah, that's kind of messed up. I don't know. You're you're cutting your career by a couple <laughs> years. <laughs> it's like ah, oh, maybe you could have maybe you could have taken a seat there. I don't know. <laughs> maybe like um, that- how about oh, go ahead. Because I was gonna say, like last year, Darnell Nurse, people have said, "Hmm, he looks hurt." Playing through a torn hip flexor was ridiculous. Ah oh, man, that's Darnell not gonna get played in twenty eleven on a broken leg. I don't Yo, even know how you a... skate on a broken leg. I don't know. I you don't just know. like like glide, and you just hope that like your other leg like eventually moves with in motion. Wild. Stuff. Also for Darnell Nurse, like a torn hip flexor, that's not gonna get solved by. Eating cow foot and 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 fish soup, like you <laughs> rest up. 
dress up. You know what I'm saying? Like you don't like that's gonna take a little bit more than whatever your auntie gonna cook for you at home. <laughs> you can say that because the West Indian descent. We could we could get away with stuff like that. Oh, um, pea soup. Pea soup. <laughs> you, <laughs> you imagine that? You imagine that being like one of the West Indian players in the NHL is all like, mm. no nah, man, no nah, man. The pea soup, pea soup, it's all good. Pea soup, I can fix you. I bet you the group chat. I can help you. I bet you the group chat in the league between guys like Anthony Duclair, uh, Darnell Nurse. I hope. Um, um, who else? Uh, the West Indian. At least like you know, like, <laughs> maybe like the Joseph brothers and 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 Duclair will be like you know like oh some Giora. I don't I don't know what they would talk about in that group chat, yes. but like. See, that'd be something like That'd that. That'd be funny. That'd be hilarious. That'd be, would be there funny. Is. Anyway, um, <laughs> let's look at it from the Vegas angle. Because mm. if they, we, I think, it, I feel like we're all in unison that they could win. But then again, we've all been wrong being in unison before. Um, But maybe we could be right this time. If Vegas wins, who is most deserving of the Con Smythe trophy? Hmm. Everyone's very pensive about this. I think Jonathan Marcheseau is probably yeah. my guy. That was my answer. I, yeah, that was I wanted Aiden Hill to be the guy before the series started. He could still very well be the guy. He If he, like, does, like, a 50-save shutout in, like, game five or something, he could still very well be the guy. Even if it's, like, 40 saves. Even less. If he gets I a think, shutout at this point. I don't know. Mm-hmm. I don't I, think so. Yeah. I think like, the team in front of him is just too good. I think the fact that he didn't play the first round, like, all of that together it's like he's not i'm not taking away from his performance it's been outstanding i just mm-hmm. don't think of him as like the reason that they're there mm-hmm. and then yeah, another thing numbers that circuit Bobrovsky before the before the series started yeah and there's also the story element as well right like march yeah. so has been there since the beginning and like and like i remember like distinctively i don't know what what the year was but the year where where they that uh the, the major that ended up uh, seeing them be eliminated by San Jose and just his oh, press yeah. conference afterwards, he was just pissed. He's like, we're a great team. Like, like we, we shouldn't be out. Like we should still be playing. So just like, yeah, yeah. There's obviously there, there's the, what you do in the playoff, but there's also the story element as well. And like, everyone is fighting for Instagram. He calls him a dog ugly. He's like, yeah, your, dog, your dog's ugly too. Shut up. <laughs> Did I tell you guys the story? <laughs> Did I tell you guys the story of how Jonathan Marcheseau got me kicked out of a booth in Vegas? Ooh, pray tell. <laughs> it's not that crazy of a story. Um, okay. Me and another reporter were in Vegas, and we were at a club, and we were in a booth, and we were just hanging out, and the security guard basically told us to get out. And I was like, well, what the hell? Like, why do we have to leave? And then, like, Jonathan Marcheseau and Antaraz just, like, walked in and just took over the entire booth we were in. Huh. Yeah. That is yeah, funny. Yeah. I mean, yeah. 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 It was pretty cool. It would have been nice to have the booth, but you know. <laughs> it happened to me once at Edmonton, though, where um, I went to you, where players came into the bar. But here's the thing I knew the bar owner. So the bar owner took me out of my seat and booted other people out for my friends to go sit. <laughs> so this is the pint, right? <laughs> yes. Yes. <laughs> yeah, I know exactly what bar that is. I thought that was so funny how they booted me out of my seat and then boot somebody else. So my friend's gonna get a seat back. I thought that was so funny. Ah, uh, cheers. <laughs> uh, tweet at Yahoo Sports NHL if you've ever been uh, displaced at a club by an NHL player. <laughs> I'd love to hear your stories. 
just, um, just but going back yeah. to Omar's point about like yes. the narrative for Con Smythe though, like mm-hmm. it has to be Marcia so, right? Like not just because he's been exceptional. And I like mm-hmm. I thought I was gonna end up like do pretty poorly in my work pool, and I'm now in second place because I have Marcia So and Stone. Mm-hmm. Which I did not like he has single-handedly dragged me back to the top of the standings. But it's also the story of Florida throwing him in so that Vegas would take mm, this contract. Like, so, so good. You can't have a better story than that. Yeah. So I like, have a counterpoint. That... Oh, okay. Jack Eichel. What, just, a, what do you say to just, people? He just what, got here. What do you, here's the thing. What do you say to people who think, oh, Jonathan Barshasso has been as productive as he's been because Jack Eichel has been feeding him all of those passes? Like that sick goal. Yeah. That's how I see it too. But a lot of people want to give credit to Jack Eichel, who's plays the center position, which is already hard as it is. And if we're going in on stories, this is his first year in the postseason. And he has never lost a playoff series. I mean, that's true. But again, I I do. I I guess we look at Connor McDavid. He's the guy to watch in the National Hockey League. And the number two guy in the draft class has a Conn Smythe and a Stanley Cup before him. Mm. Okay, but it's like kind of that's a a pretty interesting story. It's kind of a disingenuous argument to be like he's never lost a playoff series before because this man was never in the playoffs before. Yeah, but like you still never lost. <laughs> yeah, okay, yeah, but Ron. If Hayes... Jack Eichel's name was Lavar Ball, do you know how because he would guys, be? All, like, I've, I've never, never lost, lost a playoff series. Yeah, <laughs> I've never lost a playoff series either. <laughs> neither have I. Was it, what was that. the What was the year that Ron Hainsey was on Pittsburgh and now and he made his debut and then they won the cup that year? It was like 2016? 2017 or 2016. One of those two right? years. Yeah, even yeah. I think even Zach Bogosian too when um when he won with Tampa the first time. So like it happens, but like you know, it happens. It happens now. However, Sam, when Time Magazine named you or basically everyone as Person of the Year, you didn't take that. I'm taking that. I don't put that on my resume, actually. <laughs> there, I'm sure there are people who would oh, take man. the victories does, when you could get them. And if, I think if you're Jack Eichel, you might as well do that. I mean, I think he already has the victory if he wins the cup. I th- like yeah. Obviously, you want to you know you want to walk away with as much as much winnings as possible. But like, if he wins the cup before McDavid, when in 2015 everyone all everyone want to talk about was McDavid, his GM only talked about McDavid, talked about him like he was the consolation prize. So I don't know. I I think that in its, in in of itself might be an additional victory for him, just knowing that he has the cup and knowing that he got a cup before before Connor. So it's also that, just like super vindicating for him that he held out for the surgery he wanted mm-hmm. yeah and he's probably going knock on wood probably gonna have a cup to show for it yeah that's that true. Is, shout out check Eichel, man go ahead that Avery. is still crazy to me that the saber said that yo you cannot get surgery that you feel best for your neck the saber is flat out said your body we own it buddy Wild stuff, man. <laughs> well, I don't know if it would have been appropriate. You were very close to doing uh your body by choice kind of joke. Whoa! Yeah, thank God, thank God you didn't do that joke. Whoa! Thank God. Thank God. Thank God we are not, not that type of show. I was not going there with that, yo. Well, sir. Like, going back to the con Smythe thing, I think about even like I think it was 2016 where 
everyone was just like based off the production, like, oh, it should have been Kessel. But then Crosby won. Right. So there is kind of like the, the narrative aspect as well. And I think right mm. now, like I think it kind of it'll put this is sound sounds so weird to say. Like it'll put like the the perfect bow on the story of the Vegas Golden Knights in the Stanley Cup run if it ends up being one of the OGs who like like who do you think? Okay. Yes, yes, we're getting way ahead of ourselves, but like the Stanley Cup's awarded to Vegas. Mark Stone mm-hmm. gets it, Captain. He probably yes. passes it to March or so. Who probably passes it to Riley Smith? Who probably passes it to William Carlson? Like just just the people who like were there on that first expansion draft, and then kind of get spread spread out spread That's around. That's a really everyone good else. point. Yeah. George McPhee hey. like you know kicks another chair from. Anyone anyone see that see that gift with George McPhee? Oh, it's my, I love it. It's my favorite non lease gift. <laughs> George McPhee just. <laughs> but you brought up a really good point because I was trying to think about it. Um, mm-hmm. like who gets the Stanley Cup first if Vegas wins? And I was trying to think, like, okay, well, Alec Martinez, I think, is the oldest player on the team, but he's already won a Stanley Cup. Yeah, he won with the Kings. So if you're, so if you're eliminating Alec Martinez, you're right. Like, if Jonathan Marcheseau is like the very next guy up, mm-hmm. and like, like that would be such a cool story. It's also really funny to think of like the OGs for a team that's been in existence for all of six years. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> so such a long, long journey. That documentary is going to be hilarious. <laughs> oh dude that e60 or or 30 for 30 where yeah. were you when the vegas golden knights drafted that got vadim shipachev and thought he was the savior and they went to a final anyway remember, remember vadim shipachev remember yeah. when they had three first round picks and now they're not there <laughs> yeah brandstrom suzuki and uh cody glass right yeah yeah. 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 So yeah. 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 Gone. I was on a. I was on another podcast over the weekend. They were saying um, uh, there were some Canadians guys who were saying uh, Cody Glass was a lot. I think Mark Bergman thought that too. I think the Canadians wanted Cody Glass instead of Nick Suzuki. They thought he'd be the better player, and then they they didn't get Cody Glass, and they ended up getting Nick Suzuki. And well, that ended up being the right thing to do in that situation for the Montreal Canadiens. But uh, hey, yeah. you know, there's a reason why uh, you know. We're not GMs. <laughs> you know, There's a reason for that. Folks who say, you know, oh, Golden Knight fans haven't suffered. Did you forget the fact that after they went to the Cup, they lost in the first round of San Jose the year after and missed the playoffs as well last year? Like, they know it's like to not make the playoffs and lose in the first round. Like, they have not been a playoff okay. team every year. Timeout, 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 timeout. Before yes. we move on here, no disrespect to the Vegas Golden Knights. They've been around for six years. They have not suffered. Okay, this is a team that's found a way to make it to the playoffs in almost every year that they've existed. Why do you need to suffer to win? That's my. Well, that's exactly. my. I'm not saying they need exactly. to suffer to win. I'm not saying you need to suffer to win. But like, if I'm a Golden Knights fan, I'm pretty happy about the fact that almost every year they've been they've been in existence. They've been they've competitive. given it a really good run. There are a lot of teams that are just like sucking and purposely trying to suck, and it's the right thing to do in certain situations. But with Vegas every year, they're at least trying to make it work. They will mm-hmm. likely feel good pain for, for that, like later on. And good for them. Good yep. for them that they're actually able to do that. But the idea that like they suffered, like, do you not, not really see what Omar does yeah. almost so, every week on this like, damn show? This That's like suffering. Really, sorry to bring this to a really morbid point. <laughs> but like the reason the Golden Knights have such a have drawn such a loyal reaction from people in Vegas is because of their reaction to the shooting that happened 
in their first that is very year. True. That first year right that like, is uh, very true i don't think absolutely i think most people don't understand the dynamics between the team and the community and like how they reacted to that and yeah. how they brought people together and i i think that's something that's overlooked a lot Mm-hmm. I think that's a very good point. Yeah. And I think that uh, is a, I mean, that's still just such an unfortunate tragedy to have taken place. And the fact that that community was able to rally around that team. Uh, yeah. That's always going to be a part of their history for better mm-hmm. or for worse, but ultimately like, like compared to other franchises and what they've also experienced as well. Like it, it's definitely just not on the same. It's not on the same yeah. level. I just want to make that point, but you're absolutely yeah. right too. Like a big reason why, uh, fans have rallied behind this team. Unfortunately, it's because of tragedy. That that's a fair point to make. Mm-hmm, definitely, and I, I think it just overall, when it comes to the competitiveness of Vegas, it just speaks to how the changes to the expansion draft worked. Right? Even Seattle, yeah. Seattle only missed the, missed the playoffs that one year. This year they're back, and I wouldn't be surprised if they're in it, if they're in it the next year. So, like, it's it's for the NHL, the owners, like prospective owners, like. They have to be looking at Vegas and Seattle and think like, wow, like we don't have to be like other other teams who expand who who brought one to the league and they were bad for like eight years until they finally like got a good cook. Best thing yeah. they did was change those expansion rules, right? Like yeah, exactly. everyone who's like, you need to suffer the way the Thrashers did, the Predators did, the Blue Jackets did in order to like become a real team. Like that's just bad that. business. Yeah, winning absolutely. is the one 100%. thing that is good for business. You want your expansion you. teams to win off the bat. That is like, the best way to grow the game. Like absolutely, it, it looks embarrassing in hindsight to see like the South East Sharks having twenty six points, twenty four points. That's embarrassing. Or the Ottawa going 10, 70, and four. That's embarrassing in hindsight. <laughs> that's suffering. Now that's suffering. Oh that's my suffering God. to me. They full on went ten, seventy, and four. That's Bro. hilarious. <laughs> And like I, I appreciate Colorado's not an expansion team, but like are the Avs as popular as they are in Colorado if they don't win a cup literally their first year in Colorado? Like mm. I just I think the arguments that expansion teams need to earn it and be bad is just I don't know. I don't have time for that. That's fair. Uh, speaking of time, uh, we should get to uh, uh, just some offseason stuff really quickly. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, Pierre-Luc Dubois, he might not be in, in Winnipeg too much longer. Mark Shopley. Stop it. He might not. Stop it. He might not. Come on. <laughs> stop it. He gone. Is, 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 Dubois like, is Dubois like the trade story where like kind of like that's like the big one for us because like the free agent class looks kind of boring. Mm-hmm. No disrespect. But like Pierre-Luc Dubois, Alex Debrinkit, like, is there a particular, like, trade story you're kind of, like, waiting on, like, more than any other I, I, Dubois is it for me, as far as I'm concerned, considering yeah. he probably should have been gone a long time ago. Who for knows? me, it's not really where he goes. It's how much he makes. I'm fascinated to know what his contract is going to be. Because, like, there are, there are rumblies going around that he may want something with a nine in it, which is baffling to me. Crazy. Like, what have you done? You want to make almost as much as Matthew Kachuk does. No, no. So that's what I want to see. I want and I want to see if if it ends up being Montreal. I wonder. I hope that they use that to their advantage. And this is like, hey, he wants to come to us. So if if hell if not hell if uh you know if the if the Jets really want to try to like to maximize the most out of the deal, which they should. I wonder what it'll end up being considering the dynamics of it all and again what he eventually makes once the trade is done 
I want to see Connor Hellebuck get moved. I want to see the Jets move on from Connor Hellebuck and see him go to a good team. Like I want to see. I mean, I get it. You know, we're we're you don't need the goalie. You need a goalie. But I still would like to see some team kind of swing for the fences and 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 make this move for for a goalie who's still in their prime, who's still a Vezina caliber goalie, in order to kind of put them in a position where they could go for it. Like I would love to see Connor mm-hmm. Hellebuck, uh, who doesn't seem as if he wants to commit to an extension with the Winnipeg Jets, play for a different market. Uh, Avery, is there another trade story you're looking at? Uh, I mean, I want to see where Carter Hart goes because we've seen Carter Hart's name in um in trades. So I want to see who ends up with him. And I've also heard rumors of Charles Konechny being connected to Edmonton mm-hmm. for possibly Philip Broberg. So that could be an interesting move if we do see Broberg going to Philly for Charles Konechny. That would be really interesting. Sam, we'll give you last word on this one with trade stuff. Uh, is there any story you're particularly focused on? I want to see what trades Patrick Alvin can make to bring the Canucks within the cap. Is there a over? <laughs> JT Miller. Projected cap hit $84,168,750 for the Vancouver Canucks. How? Great question. <laughs> Darnell Nurse for Quinn Hughes. Come on down. I <laughs> I mean, man. Also, <laughs> last thing, very quickly, Leafs fans, chill. Touch grass. We are in the least fans touch grass era. I'm so every 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 time I I scroll through Twitter, I'm seeing oh the least need to trade Brody. We need to trade Lilligren. We need to trade the chill. That's why I want the Stanley Cup to just be be announced. So we can finally get into the actual off season, man. Because geez, geez. Yeah, you mean the off season when Austin Matthews signs a two three year deal? Julian, man. Can That's gonna do it for this nice Monday ending? edition of the uh, the CJ. No, sorry, not the CJ show. That's for another network. That's gonna do it for this week's edition of Zone Time here on Yahoo Sports. Uh, Omar, thank you. Sam, thank you. Avery, thank you. We'll be back next week with a brand new episode of our dear show. And uh, hey, maybe the Stanley Cup will have been awarded by then. Subscribe to the podcast and uh, peace. Peace.